Welcome to track number 11 of Gates and Roads. You, you, you get... I've mentioned a few of them already. Okay, so I'll just give you about five or six of them. Number one, gain the road. If you enter the gate, or narrow is the gate, broad, no, enter the straight gate for wide, no, no, enter ye in by the straight gate. Yeah, for wide is for wide is the gate, broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many be there that uh, go there in their acts. But narrow is the gate, and but straight is the gate, and narrow is the way that leads to life, and few there be that find it. All right. Now, I want you to notice something. You see, everybody here is an individual, and you must rise up and go forward in the ministry as an individual. Don't look at people. Don't look at people. Don't look at somebody around you, because you are different. Everybody, even if you have an accident, you can die, and the person will be alive. Oh, you've not seen one before. Yeah. Everybody is an individual. Even husbands and wives. Rarely do they die together. Rarely. It's not a common thing for a husband and wife to die together on the same day. You see, that, that shows you how indeed you are all, you know, separate individuals before God. And so you must really try to do the right thing as an individual. Don't even your spouse can make you backslide if you don't take care. Yeah, your spouse can can make you backslide because your spouse is not at the level that uh, he or she should be. And in fact, every spouse and your wife, you listen, no. every spouse and his husband or wife, one of you is higher and one of you is lower spiritually, usually. And sometimes the person who is lower, it's not, not everybody who is low tries to pull those who are up to come down. But sometimes you find that the one who is lower is trying to pull the higher one down to join me in my level you know join me here <laughs> let's all be together as we are are you listening to what i'm saying amen and so you must not allow somebody to bring you lower than that doesn't mean you must, you must not be a good wife or be a good husband but you must know that spiritual things you must really have god you know as the focus and you must decide to do what is right i tell you many times we are wrong people are wrong around us you know we follow wrong things and then you know there was a time when i would become sad when certain people are not with me were with, with me in the church. I remember certain people who left the church. And later I came to see that it's good that they were not there. Because sometimes you would have learned certain... I was rejected by most of the charismatic churches and the pastors. People who are my friends and pastors who are my friends today are people who are my friends, have become my friends. And many people who even relate with me have been forced to accept me because I'm there. 
You understand what I'm saying? Even if they don't like me, I'm, I'm there. You understand? But I was rejected, refused by most of the charismatic churches and pastors. That forced me to learn. So the, the things that we do as a church, the lay ministry and some of these, they are not things that I learned from this church or that church. And that was even a good thing because I now learned other things. I wasn't forced to just follow what bad thing was being done or what average thing was being done. But I had a higher standard from somewhere else. Amen. All right. So I'm going to give you some tips. Have you got a, um, a, a place at the back of your book? I want to give you some tips that we'll be jumping there when, you know, we come to that so that you uh, take a note of that. Amen. Are you there? You are there? Uh, one of them I think that I want to give to you is, is to travel. There is something about traveling that does something to you, Sarah. Yeah, I'm telling you. For me, to travel is, after being at home for a long time, it's a very good thing for me. You know, I can also see the church and say, oh, this church is like this, this is doing it. But to also travel and to visit is a different thing. Amen. And there are many times that I have learned things by going to places. So I want to say one thing that, you know, all of us here, and I want to say, you know, it's maybe it's not part of your culture. The only reason why you've ever traveled is to find a job or to get visa, green card, house, car, money, something like that, you know. But I want you to grow up. Kojo, you understand what I'm saying? Don't, don't just travel for some agenda, you know. Call your wife and say, look, we are going here to be happy. That's all. Let's go. We are going to spend money. This is our life. Life is ending. We must spend some money before we go. Otherwise, another person will come and spend it for you. Is it not wonderful that somebody else will rise up from somewhere and spend our money for us? Huh? Yeah. So I want to encourage you to decide to be someone who is going to travel. Come to Ghana. That is one thing. Decide to visit Ghana. Not for your funerals. You will always come for funerals. Not for, uh, uh, what do you call it? Your whatever wedding or so and so's 80th birthday or 70th birthday or whatever. But for a spiritual reason also. So now that you are, in, you are there for another reason, it's like you flash through the church. Some of you are pastors or about to become pastors in the church. And you have never been to the cathedral or the headquarters of the church. You don't know where it is. And then you also don't know much about any other aspect of the church. So your representing the church is so limited. Your ability to represent the church is very, very limited. You see, and also there are some things that cannot come to you from direct truth. It has to come from exposure and general uh, atmospheres and just a change sometimes. You know? Amen. And it is good. 
and also for your marriages it is good to travel and come sometimes the, the person to go away just so that you can breathe freely for just a little while <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and when the person comes you begin when the person goes away or you go away you begin to see that look this person is a very valuable person I mean, it's a very very it's a very valuable person you know and it's like look it's a good thing it's, it's a good thing and sometimes when you travel you know for a very short time you don't even experience the 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 the, the importance and the value of the person and the person is staying away you know more and more and more one of the things when you have people who are you are it's like a quarreling the quarreling is not ending and so on you see one of the things you must think about is death you just imagine yourself like if you are next time you are quarreling just tell your spouse look at me you see that as doing that i'm dead <laughs> just like that like that and say as of will you, will you be sad <laughs> i'll be very sad so stop quarreling you get it you just imagine me lying down in a coffin and me i've seen real things i've seen big ass lying in the coffin we was at the same camp meeting i've seen him lying there. i've seen pastors Sapphire. i've seen pastors lying in coffins real people but i know <laughs> so this is what you say that it's not just imaginary so when you think about that you realize that look when our pastor one of our pastors died down Pastor Eddie was, we were, we were there the night, we were at the hospital, this, that, then I left. Pastor Eddie went to the family somewhere, getting organized so many things. Then he came, it was around 4 a.m. He said they were going to get an ambulance to take the body to um, the mortuary. So, then the, the ambulance came. So when he came out, we were looking at where is the ambulance is running. So I pick up. You know what a pick up is? open back whatever you know so why is that no, this is the ambulance so they took the body this is somebody who walked in and they put him at the back of it at the back of the car hmm? they tossed him to the back of the car you know and then the driver said something he said you know this is why i don't quarrel what i've seen <laughs> What I have seen, I don't quarrel. Do we need this? I, I don't quarrel. I tell you. Because you imagine it. The person you think is of no value. Lying there like that, and he's quiet, and you'll be sitting in the house. The person is not there. It's gone. Tell you are just alone. People come for people say, oh, God bless you, it is well. They will sing, it is well, 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 it is well with my soul. That song, I don't like it because it's the first place I heard was funerals and that's the main place. When I see somebody singing it in the church, I don't enjoy it, you know. But anyway, it is well, it is well, it is well with my soul. <laughs> then they'll go home. And then they go home, you see them, they'll be crack, laughter, chatting, and you'll be sitting there quiet. One that this person I used to quarrel with their, their beastly things. This person, I was hoping the person would die. Now the person has died, and I'm not, I don't enjoy that the person is dead. In fact, when you know death, you never want somebody to die. Oh, yeah. It's because you haven't thought about it deeply. 
So all those who are hoping your spouse will die, start to... No, it's not, don't behave as if you don't know what I'm talking about. So one person was telling me, I've prayed for 10 years for my wife to die. She has not died. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I met another person, he said, I believe this year it will happen. <laughs> you know, he, he didn't say that this year his wife would die, but he said, I, I believe that God will do something this year. <laughs> I knew what he was talking about. <laughs> God will do something this year. This, this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when you wait you see that you, you realize that look it's not as bad as you are not that it is not as bad but it's good i tell you it's good you know so i'm just saying that i'm, I'm sharing with you something as a father would say to someone that it may not you know like when people are going to get married one of the things you know they often leave out we, we, we try to tell us you, you should have, try to have a honeymoon may not look like anything important you know but just have the honeymoon there are people that have paid for the go and have the honeymoon here you go there are times i've seen some of my you know children in the ministry and so on they go and have the honeymoon and say no it's not it's not finished go back say uh, bring money send them here go and have honeymoon at this place and come when they come from the second answer how was the second answer bishop so it was powerful <laughs> We are really enjoying the honeymoon. Well, I was telling somebody for his third round, cry, and there's something happened, and they had to go somewhere. I want them to be happy. Yeah, I want them to be happy. Amen. It's an important thing. It's important even to start things in a way. It may not look like it's so important, but it, 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 there should be something nice about the marriage. You understand? And I'm sharing with you something that, you know, Traveling is, is, is helpful, even spiritually. You know, some, some, I, I was telling Pastor Joel, I find it very, very difficult to pray in his house. You know, there are evil spirits in New York, I tell you. I don't think it's an easy place spiritually. That's what I think. From the different, different places that I, I, I've, I've been at, you know, it's not an easy place to, to live. There are spirits and other things, and I don't know. You know, and even the September 11th to me is a very bad thing. I don't know whether it's a good sign, you know, for the city. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't feel happy about it. You know? And sometimes when you travel, you, you just enter a place and start praying, God will speak to you. The silence that you have had, radio silence for you, and just one word from the Lord, oh, can just rejuvenate you and just bring you new life. The few pastors amongst you who have traveled can testify. Nosh can testify. He has been with me in various places. 
you know, and Kojo has also been to Accra. I don't know any, anybody here who, who has also who came around last year, homecoming. Who, who is that? Brother, your name? Are you new? Have you just come? Alex. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, you want that? Okay. I remember. Yeah. None of you are, none of you came for homecoming, isn't it? No, it's not just homecoming, but even going away. I'm telling you something. Yeah. Dr. Nosh, you want to share a testimony? Yeah. Is, it, is, it, is it a good thing what I'm talking about? I think it's a, this is the back page of your book. Back page. Travel, travel. I'm telling you to travel. I think it's a very good thing. Um what Bishop is saying. It's something that you cannot be taught. You have to It's not something that you cannot you have to experience it. On a couple of times I had had opportunity to travel with him. I have, my, my life has really been blessed. Not just as even he begins to minister. There are many things that I have seen with him close or my what has really improved me spiritually was when I decided I've traveled. One was even the, when I went for the Young um, Cho in Ghana. I uh, I for the NAC convention. I began to understand what the ministry is all about, and then I began to really understand what the ministry is all about. And not and then when we went to Tulsa, I was just talking to you know. I remember I told her that this is another world when we went to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Because I had another, I even had a medical world, I had conferences and other things, I know about CMEs. But when we went, I said, this is a completely other world. I was like, am I a pastor? I asked myself, because I was, was like, this, this is something completely, and that experience, it came by traveling. Nobody actually taught me. That is a whole world. Different from my world, which is respected, recognized, appreciated. In fact, that thing when I came up, I said, This is a different world altogether. And nobody taught me that. And I don't think anybody could have taught me. But I saw it. And it touched me. You know, and the miracles that I saw in Panama. So I, I, I believe that. What Bishop is saying is really true. And most of this traveling, I make the effort to travel. I create the time. I work my way out. And I said, as I go, I really get blessed. And I tell you, your wife will love you when you come back. That's what's the truth. <laughs> Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Media. Have you experienced traveling? Does it help you? Come and tell. Hallelujah. <laughs> I have had the privilege of um, going to several lighthouse churches. I was in I was in the headquarters with the bishop for a long time. Then I came to the states, and that in itself was a different experience for me but then um, I, I had to go to South Africa and I went to a church you know I'd been used to seeing lighthouse churches where there were lots of Ghanaians and so on but I went to a church where they were almost totally 
South Africans and the zeal. I remember that one of the times we went to start a church in one of the um, a branch in one of the universities, and the first day there were hundred people. <laughs> first day of the church service, I thought we are joking here. <laughs> First day of the, uh, the first day of the service, hundred people, all of them very eager to hear the word. I mean, it really made me see that in fact we have to rise up, amen. And then you know you you and also you get many experiences and when you travel, where you stay, how to live with people. When you travel, if you are a pastor or a pastor's wife, you learn how to treat people who come to your house. Because you know how it is to be at the other end. You, you can't ask that, oh, can I, 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 I would like to eat now. Is, it a, is, that, is that something that you know? <laughs> be the, if you travel, you will learn to have some food in your bag all the time. Wherever you go, there's something there. As I'm here, I have options in my room. When I go there, I said, this is what I've seen before. <laughs> I can see the food, I can't eat it. <laughs> Options, experience. <laughs> Amen. So that's uh, that's also very important. As you learn how to actually practice hospitality, and I mean not just some theory that you've heard. And then also another thing that I find very important is, I mean, frequent visits if you can. To the headquarters, you know, the homecoming. Somebody made um, a certain analogy about about planes. Say, if you took KLM, they come from where? Where do they come from? Um, Amsterdam. Wherever they are going to be taking KLM to Ghana, they will stop at home before they get where they are going. And they always do homecoming before they go wherever they are going. You know, so home, homecoming is, and I don't know why. I mean, maybe they just go home. I mean, it's just, you have to get home. Before you go somewhere, refueling, whatever. Yeah, so homecoming is a very important thing. And I think you should add it to your plans. Amen. Just, if it's for nothing, just to be there. You know, there is something about being close to the man of God that, I mean, God has given to us. Just, you don't do anything, even if you don't talk to him personally, but you are just there. The atmosphere will change your life, and you will actually see what God is doing. You see small, small people preaching to big churches, and then you will ask yourself what you are doing. A man of God. Amen. And and then you you'll be very blessed. And also, there's also the added benefit: your marriage will be blessed. Amen. Huh? Pastor Lizzie. <laughs> In fact, when I get into the end of my trip, all kinds of little, little hitches. I want to come home. Then they say, your plane has been delayed. I get to the airport. They send me back home. I went to tell Bishop that I didn't believe I could miss my husband like this. <laughs> you know, but when you're with the person in the house all the time, you're seeing his face, you think that it's fine. You could just give me a break, hold on. <laughs> Amen. So it's good, it's good. You know, when you come home, your husband will love you, you cover you with gold and silver. And... Oh. 
Yeah. The value comes back. And then when you got married, you know, the excitement of like coming together, you know, and it's as though like some two people who didn't know each other and so on. That is how it is. Sometimes when you travel for a longer period, you know, and you don't have to calculate also. So when I spend this money for what will I get from it? You get happiness. That is the reason why you are you are you are living and you are working. There's a reason for what you are doing. You know, and it was the use of the money that you can't spend. Ah. No. You have it, you can't use it. You you can't use it something that you are just piling looking at it. How much is it now? Yeah, Mina, you also experienced the uh, traveling, that the traveling ministers, you know, as they are work. Hallelujah. Amen. I have been blessed to travel. You know, people say travel and see. My traveling started with marriage because I got married to somebody who was from Gambia. And I think a year after getting married, I had to move over to a country that I didn't know much about. But I think appreciate what you have hallelujah amen when i went to gambia i found men who were having two wives and they live in the same house with their two wives and they live in a, a, a hut with a division so the children sleep on one side with one wife and when it's your turn he sleeps with you in the other room and the wife hears the shout of joy and all the sound. SOJs. Amen. SOJs. <laughs> and it's like, I came to appreciate the value of marrying somebody who fears the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. When you travel, you begin to see things in a different way. Hallelujah. I had to learn how to speak a language that I didn't know about. I mean, all kinds of things. But traveling exposes you and helps you to adapt easily. In anything, I can't... Nangadef? Nakasubasi? <laughs> Hallelujah. I can clap you from head to toe and give you a diagnosis in Wolof. Amen. But I also speak Creole, so I can preach completely in Creole. I say, how am I doing today? When I don't eat well, when I don't eat good, good one, we go left tonight. When I don't worry at all, we go left tonight. But God day, we can sing this song in Creole. Tell him, thank you, tell him. Tell Papa God, thank you. All of them. Hallelujah. But traveling exposes you and helps you to adapt. Amen. I believe um, one of the things that changed my life was traveling for homecoming. As Lady Pastor Bidia was saying, in, 19, in the year 2001, Bishop said, Mina, just try and come. And in my situation, I think my husband wasn't there or something. And I thought, oh, working, getting time off. I'm not going to use my one-month holiday to go to Ghana. But somehow, the Lord made a way and I went. And my life has changed from that homecoming. Amen. I had always wanted to come into the ministry and preach, but I didn't know how. It seemed something far away. But I remember the sermons that I heard from Matthew chapter 9, 33. I don't know whether you've heard those things about, things about teaching, preaching, and healing. And after that series of tapes, I realized life wasn't worth what I was doing in Gambia. I was a physician working around the clock and doing everything else, living, thought I was happy. And then I gave my life to the Lord again. Hallelujah. So when you travel and you see certain things, it helps you to take decisions that you cannot take when you are sitting in your comfortable home somewhere. You can never understand 
you know, going home, for some of us who went home, I had been home maybe, for, for, I hadn't been home for four years, but in that short space of time, you could see that the ministry was moving forward. And if you look at your life, in four years, what have you done? But you can go home and see and know that it is a real thing we're doing. The work of God is not something that we're just talking about. And it is real. It is real. And it takes coming home to experience it. Hallelujah. We were privileged to be home for about three months. And in the three months, the dynamics and the changes and the... It took something else to keep up with the pace. So if you think you know what is going on there, you don't know at all. At all. You need to come home and find out what is really going on. Amen. Hello, Mina. So what about marriage? Oh, it makes a big difference. I mean, my husband was calling me, telling me how he had missed me and Charlie. I mean, how he loved me and things that you don't hear every day. But when you go away for, I'm telling you, when you go away for three months and you come back, <laughs> you know, the guy had been chewing on it. And when, when I came back, it was a, it was a thing we had gotten married again. Hallelujah. At least for the first couple of um, weeks. <laughs> Amen. And just, I'll travel again. <laughs> That's why I'm here today. Amen. When I go back, there'll be no fights for a while. Amen. But it is good. I mean, it helps the spice of the marriage. And you actually appreciate what you have. Now, when he's eating, he says, I'm a fan, I'm a fan. I mean, he says it in Korean. I mean, they eat one food. That means I'm eating hot food. He's been eating bread and cheese and all kinds of things from outside. But when you are home, he knows actually he's got a hot meal that he can eat. So he appreciates your cooking and everything else. Hallelujah. So you were hearing nice things that you had in here. Oh, <laughs> you see, one of the things is you. you uh, I remember one time, you know, I was talking with Pastor Joel, and it was like, it looks like, uh, although some of you were even with me some time ago at the cathedral, some were not, but some were there years ago and it's like even though you were there at the beginning the rate and the place that one has gone to you know it's like yeah huh yeah yeah you 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 find out that so much has gone on and not just even physically in the physical structures but spiritually there's such an advancement and a forward progression you understand that you can easily be so disconnected and so far behind and different, you know. And so I think that, you know, we talk about suffering, the money we've paid for this, pay for that, you know, exams we do and things. You know, let's pay, you know. And, and, and for a change, use direct some of our investment forward. Something that the, the reason is spiritual, that's all. So that I'm going to see my uncle, or I'm going to see my building project here, or my this, and I'll pass through the church. 
I was talking to one pastor from Switzerland and she was saying, when am I coming? And I said, when are you coming? I said, for all these years that you've been in the church for you, even the only time you come, you are coming to see your mother and that's to pass through. And you just pass through one very quickly. You can see the person, person who is in a hurry going somewhere and has managed to sweat and stop through on a Tuesday evening uh, service and say, God bless you. And then the person is off. It's, that's not what I'm talking about. You see? So we have different, we have homecoming, we have Iron Sharpness Iron, we have the Shepherd's Camp. You know, they are all different programs that are available. We have the, our international convention. There are many events that, but homecoming is geared towards homecoming. God willing, this uh, year we'll be having a uh, pastor's uh, conference in uh, Elmina by the Beach Hotel. So I hope that if you come, you will be happy to be with us. Amen. And there's no just even assuming, assuming that you don't even learn anything, you know, just that you came, you you just be free. Yeah. Some of you, your your sexual life, you see, you have you have become so dull. You know, you are you are not interested in doing anything. You just like missionary uh, position. <laughs> Cadaveric. There's no energy or life in you. You don't feel like it. You know, yeah. There's no energy or there's no life in you. You are a very tired person. I don't blame you. You get it. The man is old and the woman has become old too. Everybody is old. You know. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I feel cowish again. I feel I'm I'm on some some some. <laughs> yeah. They have become very old at a young age. Stress and tiredness. Just you just look at you just look at each other. Meanwhile, you can just cast your mind back and you used to look at this person. Oh God. Oh God. Lord, open the door, Lord. Let me just have a be, be able to, you know get married or do whatever and here you are it's like the dreams and you see the young people like Nakoshi stand up and Joseph you get Joseph is bending he's looking at the girl oh God where can I touch her where can I hold her you see that then very soon you become like one of these <laughs> oh no I come two of you come <laughs> <laughs> you see, he's fresh, he's exciting. <laughs> this is a young man, he's traveled all the way from England, comes looking to see, oh God, oh God, Lord, when, oh Lord, can I, oh Lord, I feel, I feel. And then he bought a ticket and he's come. So just as you are spending the money to be happy in this youthful stage, the same way you also spend money one day to be happy even as you are together. Because that is life. This is it. Because look at the young man. He's able to spend money to come. Young man, he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have anything. He's come here. He's going to Canada. Hey! That means often <laughs> that phrase. <laughs> what have you been through? <laughs> have you survived? 
It's a wonderful thing. You see, it's, it's, you see, we, we must not. I've told you the story of the chickens, isn't it? The chickens. Well, the chickens that are in the farm, they are come feeding them every day. The guys coming, giving them water. In the evening, he comes giving them food, giving them vitamins, brought a vet, injected them. And they are very happy. They are taking medicine. They are eating. You know, and one of the chickens gets a message or an email that, look, I hear that last year, <laughs> there were chickens just like us here. There were a lot of them, even there were more than we are today. <laughs> Around December, all of them vanished. Where did they go? You must ask yourself questions quickly about what I am and what life is about, what I'm doing. Where is it headed? Where does it end and how does it go? Quickly, before it, 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 it overtakes you. Have to think correctly quickly yeah. now. Huh? So I'm just sharing with you, like a father would share with his children. Travel and let yourself even for a few days of prayer in a different world and environment out of your four square walls. And saving, saving, saving is good to save. I'm a very saving kind of person, but it's also good to spend. The Lord showed me. In Ecclesiastes 5 and the last verse in the 6, 1 and 2, said, A man to whom God has given riches and honor and wealth, so that he lacketh nothing. And God given him not the power to eat thereof, or to take his portion, or to enjoy the good of his labor. This is an evil disease, and it is common among men. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a common thing. You cannot enjoy what you have. Many cannot enjoy what they have. That is why the Bible says, be content with such things as you have. Because it is contentment that will end everything. Contentment will make you start becoming happy. Because I tell you, look at your rooms, your carpets, your chairs and so on. It's very different from the rooms and carpets you used to be in some years ago somewhere. Completely, this place is like a hotel. Compared to where you came out of. Can't you look and say, this is nice. I am blessed. I am happy. This is better than I've ever had before. Thank God. We have to start thinking fast. Before it's all over. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You like him. You want him? <laughs> you fine or you fine? <laughs> she receives not on her from men. <laughs> Happiness. It's important too. It's important because you see, why do you think Jesus said, Ask and you might receive that your joy may be full? When you see people who are not happy, see, one day the lecturers in the medical school were really harassing us. And one day the Lord told me that oh, you know, these people are not happy. <laughs> <laughs> they don't 
have money. They don't have money. They don't have money. Then one day I saw, I didn't understand it. Then one day I saw that when they are going, a lecturer is coming to work. <laughs> he said, uh, ambulance. <laughs> it's an ambulance that goes to bring to work. <laughs> and the ambulance. The ambulance is used to take dead bodies. <laughs> dead bodies from the ward. The ambulance is not used to save lives. It's used to carry dead bodies from the ward to the mortuary. And after, <laughs> it is used to go and bring the lecturer to come and lecture the student. Do you think he'll be happy? <laughs> Do you think he'll say nice things? Do you think such a person will, will, will be concerned about passing you in the exams and helping you to go to America or uh, giving the, releasing the scholarship that has come to, for uh, obstetrics and gynecology in Germany and so on? They wouldn't like to release it. They are, they are very frustrated people, apart from their marital problems. <laughs> you know? So... So, so that your joy may be full because the joy of the Lord is our strength so you are stronger when you are happy you are weak when you are sad in fact the, the doctors tell us that when you are stressed out and when you are unhappy it's only a section of your brain that functions a large section does not work and so that's why you shouldn't take diseases when you are angry and bored and whatever because your mind is not working correctly you decide, I'm doing this, I'm going here, I'm leaving you, I'm doing whatever. But when you're, all those things come now, you realize that you've changed your mind. <laughs> so if you have implemented it already, it's like you, you can't come back here. Yeah? <laughs> that your joy may be full. So God is telling you that your joy may be full. Invest in yourself. Invest in yourself for some joy. Amen. Do you believe in such things? You want such things? Yes. You like such things? Yes. Hallelujah. Pastor Edwin, come. <laughs> Thank you. You like me? Hold her hand and stop uh, doing whatever. <laughs> you have traveled. So how do you feel? Oh, I feel... I feel very lonely. Um, I get depressed sometimes. I get very, sometimes, I feel like crying, but men shouldn't cry, so. <laughs> you know, and uh, I really, I really identify so much with whatever has been shared, and uh, I, my, my personal experience is that a couple of weeks ago, I, I was in London with my family. My wife came to, to London with her kids. And uh, it was very different, you know. It, I, um, I, I didn't know whether I was a gymnast or an acrobat. <laughs> you didn't know whether you were a gymnast or a what? Acrobat. <laughs> And, uh, oh please, and we were, we were really 
we were really, really very happy. I mean, I, 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 the week after I went there, I told her that I, 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 just, I feel the same way I felt nine years ago. I think I've just found a beloved and I'm happy with her, you know. And, uh, I, I, and one of the things also I learned just about a, a few days ago was that it helps you not to also deceive yourself. See, some of us wives and husbands, we feel that we are great people. We are good husbands and we are good wives. And that's what you tell yourself. Unfortunately, you have lived your life deceiving yourself. You Mercy. But sometimes when you are away, you can actually hear the truth coming to you. Each time I talk to my wife, sometimes we, we call ourselves very often. And at the end of the call, okay, so I, I won't tell you something. Uh, but two days ago, two days ago, when, when we chatted and I finished the, the call, as usual, I asked her to kiss me. Please, I, I'm just telling you this for a reason. That's why I'm telling you. So when I told her that, I, and, and she said, you know, since these three months that we've been talking to each other on phone, it's been very wonderful. I said, oh, what are you trying to do? You are trying to be somewhere. I said, oh. And she said, you know, when you are with me in Ghana, eh, it's not very often that you kiss me the way we kiss ourselves every time on the phone. I said, you are lying. I said, it's true. <laughs> I said, it's true. You see, and I felt, you see, I, I, I mean, it's not, some of you are trying to hide behind your chest and so, but cows, the cows are coming. The cows, the cows are coming. Right? Now, what I'm saying is that, I'm just, I'm just trying to say that I was deceiving myself. That, that, that's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, once he comes, you show her what things she must suffer for. I want to also say that um, being here at this camp, you see, I've had many camps in Ghana. But this camp for me, this is a very personal experience. This camp has been very different. And I think that I, I'm seeing Bishop differently here than uh, I mean, when he's in Ghana. And I feel that we, we, we also need to travel to see the same Bishop in another environment. It is different from the environment. Some of you know Bishop here. See, we need to come to Ghana to see the same Bishop in another form. And I feel that uh, one day God will open the door for me to also go to other places with him and see another side because I'm sure Bishop has many, many, many sides. And uh, I'm trusting God for me to taste all the sides before, before it is late. Amen. So God bless you. Thank you. Please don't give him any names, please. <laughs> In fact, when people are trying to give names. Nobody wants people like giving nicknames. Hallelujah. So, in fact, traveling does something that a whole lot of counseling and teaching. I want to point out to you that you don't value me. It cannot, it doesn't... You just travel. 
and then you will see wow you know some of the things he does he does for you and he's not there you are doing all alone and you realize that the presence of even if the person is a fool or the person doesn't do anything his existence that's something which you will only find out probably by maybe traveling travel and see amen so this just i said you should write it at the back of your book travel and be blessed so that you'll be blessed jokumi you've also traveled and come is that not so it wasn't easy huh <laughs> amen anyway so i believe that it is very very important that we walk on this road that god has uh, for us the road of traveling amen now i was telling you that satan is renaming some roads number one is renaming the road of gain seeking after money are you there you are there is renaming the road of gain and is calling it godliness amazing yeah so as you are on the road of searching after money searching after all these things you are actually seeing signs that have written godliness 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 keep going straight are you there amen and this verse um anyway it's in um timothy i'm trying to find exactly no are you sure first timothy six five okay okay supposing that gain is godliness again it's not godliness have you got that perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds destitute of the truth supposing that gain is godliness from such withdraw thyself amen all right the next one is spiritual puffiness it is called mature maturity and knowledge you know as you gain more and more and more knowledge you know that is what i'm saying that i don't feel like giving you more knowledge amen because i have already given you more no i given you knowledge and i have many things that i haven't shared ask me can you can can somebody give me samples of all the books there all right now the more knowledge you pile on you understand which is not used it just makes you puffy and you and you are bloated you know and the bible says knowledge puffs up you know and uh i want to really encourage you to use the knowledge that you've had you know this camp god is just revealing himself to us 
ourselves to us is showing us that everything is from us it is a stream a river that flows from within us to bless people amen just stand right here and help me give me one after the other the big ones first this is one book transform your pastoral who does not have one yet raise your hand you don't have one okay now you see reading you get it is something that i want you to make a note of again at the back of your book is to get the maximum out of the books and the tapes amen there's 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 a lot you can get you see i i keep on sharing you know the 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 the, the teaching that i have gave on sacrifice for which i'll be writing a book on soon i got it out of the final quest you get it what i'm sharing with you now about the gates i got it out of the final quest it's all related to the final quest what i shared about the words of jesus what i've been sharing about the words i got it related to the final quest what i'm sharing with you about proton i got it related to the final quest all these things are related to revelations that i have received through the book so a book you know that, that's what i'm saying that the fact that you even have the book there's so much you can have and it's because very powerful people don't even know how what you are saying is related where, where does it come from what is it due to i am constantly receiving revelations and blessings from these things that i see it as a blessing i have not seen this vision if i had had this vision going to heaven and seeing all these things i may not have been faithful with it these days i've been praying for visions and i believe jesus is going to appear to me one of these days you know jesus appeared to disturb and discuss the ministry with them and in this last day he will appear to his apostles he will appear to his servants and discuss the work with them on the beach side at various places and vanish again yeah he appeared and he's alive he's the same yesterday today and in this last hour he's going to appear he's going to speak and i tell you i know the lord has spoken to me many times even i don't use the terminology but i can see clearly over and over that it is the lord speaking don't let others from other places come and pass you by and suck and take what god has placed before you so clearly there is much written here that just one chapter which is maybe one page or two pages can keep you alive and can invigorate your spirit and set you on a course of preaching and teaching and set you on a line of revelation just one you know you may just have 20 reasons why every pastor needs an intercessor you know god is speaking to you every day and as you see and you read you know and just sometimes a word or a line or whatever so allow god to come to you quietly you know that's why i say have one in your toilet have books by your bedside these are places that you i mean i use books to fall asleep you know i was talking to one lady that she can't sleep and so i said look 
I'm going to give you. So what have you been taking? Failure? He said, I'll give you another a medicine that can help. So she was quiet. I said, what is the case? I said, pray. Anytime you start praying, you, you feel sleepy and you, you fall asleep. How many have experienced that it's more powerful than Valium? Right? <laughs> and also, another good tablet is reading. Reading also makes you sleepy for those of you who can't sleep. You get it? So, reading, I tell you, just, you know, there is so much. So much. And I want you to decide. You know, have used the apostles prophets teachers pastors god has given to you because you need them as soon as you become humble and you realize that you need me you need me so much in your life and your ministry to teach you and guide you see it takes humility to feel that you need somebody you see and that is also greatness you see rejoiner met some people and he was like they were uh, the throne he said that those who are going to occupy those thrones are two things number one is humility and those who are like Christ, you know, they, they wear that mantle of, I am nobody. I need you. And God has to show me, I need you, you need me. I need you, you need me. And when you can be so whatever, I say, I need you, yes, I need it. I don't know and I need, I want. God can bless you so much. So I'll, I'll tell you, be like a little baby. Just become like a baby. Like somebody who doesn't, so I don't know, the only thing I know is this. The only thing I know is this man, what he's, he's sharing, what he's teaching. This is what I understand. I like it. I want it. You like it. You, that's the best way to imbibe the anointing and imbibe the word and move to a realm and to a level. Rejoiner doesn't know me. It may, it may be good even for him not to know me or for me not to know. If I even know him, I may become familiar and, you know, I'll be talking about it. I don't, I'm not concerned about him. I'm concerned about the revelation of the Lord that is coming and that's what I'm after. <laughs> I don't know. I thought, when I saw him on the television, at the point I wasn't happy. I said, let me read these things and be blessed. You know, I, I just, I don't need anything that is going to change my perception and ability to, to, to receive. And I don't think that it is him. I think God is using him. God has just used him to bring something important. I said, write it. Many people have to read uh, uh, these things. The Lord told me, you have many books to write. Yeah. He said that this is a warning for you and for many others who are on the, la on the battlefield of the last hour. We are, you see, we are on the battlefield here in America. And that's why I've come here to speak to you prophetically and to charge you and to send you. I said, go into the different towns and suffer for Christ. Change course. Change course. Change course. Change course. Let your suffering and your pride, your perseverance be for the advancement of God's kingdom now. And not for your personal gain and your personal satisfaction and stability. I tell you, when you start to press, things will come up on their own. Oh, yeah. You'll be surprised. Things will come because you are pressing now in a new direction. George, are you listening to what I'm saying? Yeah. Because to, to be able to pray, <laughs> you may even now need money to go and say, I'm going to rent a, a room somewhere to pray. I just need it. I have to. Then a new problem will, will come. A problem which was not there before. Because now I want to go and rent a room and, so that I can pray. And so about, we don't have money for this and that. So it's good that even this quarrel that is coming up is about how you were trying to get away to pray. It's for the first time we are having such a problem. For the first time we are having such a We've never had a problem where it's like, this is the issue that is about the money that is being spent for us, to, for me to be able to go and pray. But it's about usually something else. 
Why are you buying this television? Or why are you doing this? Or this dress? Or this, this, or that? Or whether I should send money to my mother or to your mother or to this? Those are the issues. Those where the issues come from. Why? Let's change focus. It, it will be good if that, that, is, that, that is it. You went for homecoming. I want to go for homecoming now. Why you, you went for this and it's my turn to also go. And this and that. It's a good quarrel to have, at least. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Because you have started to exert some effort in a new direction. What do you think? That's why I said, as soon as a little effort and exertion comes in a particular the new problems will come, but they will be related to the new. And that is what we call suffering for Christ. The problems and the little tensions and conflicts and issues are because of your trying to do God's work in a particular direction. Amen. God has given me as a gift to you. And God will judge me for the things I didn't say, the things I said in the wrong way, the things I didn't say properly, I didn't write this, I should have written this, I shouldn't. One day God showed me, I was, I was praying in my room, it was like a revelation, I tell you. I said, Lord, how can I bear fruit? And suddenly the Lord told me the books. I was surprised. One day I had a vision and I saw a hand holding a book like that. The Lord, that's the books, the books. Because I stopped writing books. I haven't written any book for over a year. You know, sometimes I look at people and I become discouraged. Oh yeah, because I know I, I can see that you know I've written a book. Maybe they are not even reading it or they don't even bother. You know, and you feel. But then sometimes I meet people. One we, last week, you know, uh, one pastor called me. Give me this book. You don't have leaders and loyalty. No, I don't. You know, he told me he said there was a camp of a church in London, in England. He said that, he told me, I went to the camp, you know, and he said, the book that was being used at the camp. He said, everybody, to be at the camp, you have to have that book, called leaders and loyalty. He said, I was surprised, I was looking, everybody had to have the book. The pastor took for three days. <laughs> the leader said, not a lighthouse church. I didn't, have any, I didn't know anything about it. I was not told, of, you know, leaders and loyalty, page by page. You have to have said even the Bible was not used. The leaders and loyalties were what was being used there. <laughs> and I said, Really? I was surprised. Amazing. Another person told me, he said, Look, people somebody came, people that come from Germany and from other places come to order. They come, want to order 25 of this book, 25 of this. They said, Baby, hey, churches, pastors. It's a wonderful thing. People have written to me from Malaysia. We want permission to print this book. I don't know if you've heard of Bishop uh, Chigbundu. You, you must have heard of Evangelist. He's quite a famous uh, Nigerian Chigbundu. Some of you have heard of him. Yeah, I met him somewhere at a dinner. Bishop Duncan Williams was having his some parties, his wife or something. But I went there. And then he was there. And then they asked him to give comment. He stood up and said, This evening, I'm very, very, very happy because today I've met somebody. I don't even talk to him. I was sitting somewhere now. I've met somebody that have, we have really been blessed by his ministries. In Nigeria, we call him Bishop Loyalty. 
<laughs> In Nigeria, we call him Bishop Loyalty. <laughs> we use his books in our bible schools and other churches oh i was surprised so the lord told me see you want the best book that's a book so that's why i'm saying that don't sit down for people to come from somewhere and they feel right before you bring this to you like that and you look at this you <laughs> 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 And if you know people who are pastors, who are friends, not in your church, send them a present. Say, brother, I just felt that I should give you this. A book can change your life. Just one book. Me, I'm here not because of my books and tapes. So me, I really value. I'm holding it like I'm holding gold. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Loyalty. You think you know it. When you teach it again, it brings a new charging into the system. I went recently. I went and preached loyalty somewhere. I forgot it. Hmm? Mega church. This, I believe, is one of the best books I've written. And most of us as pastors have not really. Have we read this book? You. Are you? you I studied it for exams. It's a very good book. Seriously. For people who want things to work. You know. But maybe it's because you are doing exams that you are now looking at it. <laughs> Forgive. <laughs> I tell you. It's a very powerful book. And you can be blessed. You see, tapes and books. Eh? There's something in it. Oh. In fact, even music. I have a particular CD that I when I when it reaches a place I start to cry. Me, I'm not I'm not an emotional type. Oh. When it reaches a certain place, I start to I start to hear the voice of God and other things in the room. Hey, in fact, there are very spiritual things that happen. So, and you know something? You know why some of you didn't do well in school? It's the same reason why. No, no, serious. Don't pretend that you had all A's. You didn't have all A's. I mean, some of you wouldn't want to talk about your results. Mercy, Lord. You know why? It's the same reason why you are not getting a lot of the stuff that is in the books. It's this kind of like, if I'm reading a book, I must read it. If I was reading, I would never read it from page one. I, I, final quality, I, I read from page one. I just, I want. That's the, then I, I read. Where, where I've opened, I read. That's all. It's not a storybook. And it, 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 this just from here to here can change you. From here to here can put you in Congo. Yeah. Just from here to here. So, I, I, that's, that's how I read. And that's how I learn. If you, if you look at my, my pathology book, my pharmacology book, my surgery book, my ONG, obstetric book, my gynecology textbook when you go through you say hey, tell me the guy in the land you see a lot of underlining so many places i still have them and i know the things that are underlined and you know how i know that i just uh, give you mcq when i have one mcq like that multiple choice question and i look and say the question is 
uh, how do you, uh, the following are, what do you call it, to be permanent members? Okay. Thank you. And I, I want to see permanent members. And then I read the answer. And I, I chew it and I have a little extra meat around it. That's all. That's hard. I don't read like from here to here. I've read it. Never have I. Even the Bible, I've not read from cover to cover before. If you've read it a hundred times, praise God. But me that I've read it in the way that I read it, you know. I know it more than you who say you've read it from cover to cover. Yeah. I, I, I have the, a book that I just open like that. And I'm reading. Oh, yeah. And I'm always being blessed. So now I look and say, oh, this one, I've read it. So is there any other place? And I read. <laughs> yeah. I'm sharing with you something. You see, that, that's why you can't read. That's why you think you don't read. You see, I'm not, I'm not like my wife. My wife reads. You read, you read it. She did history and philosophy and all this. I, I don't like such things. <laughs> Elaine is also like that. So, but if you are able to do such things, then you sit and read cover to cover. Then you read cover to cover and read cover to cover. Or if you are looking for a particular something, you know, like for instance, you want your church to grow. There are special principles for church growth in the thing. You know, you just go to that principle and you look at the principle of maximize Sundays and then you look at it and you'll be thinking about it. God will give you things that are not written here, but it, the principle is in your spirit and you are using it. That's, that's, that's how to benefit from the things. I'm, I'm trying to help you to benefit. That's why I said that when you go and sit on that toilet, at least it will take you some few minutes. I mean, there are people who are very fast, you know, in and out as well. But slow down just for a few distance and then make sure that you just just open a book like that. And then what? You just flow. Yeah. Even at the workplace. Yeah. And when you are reading, just pray. Oh, yeah, the Pope Bishop, who has the, the biggest, one of the biggest at Winners Chapel. He talks about reading Kenneth Hagin's book. And then, is it in my, is it in my thing? Yeah. In the Catch the Anointing, is it in Catch the Anointing? Yeah. Catch the Anointing. He talks about, I was reading. Don't, don't joke with this. You know why? You know why? Because the Word of God is God. He said, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So actually, when you are taking in the word of any form, it, it may look like something that is powerless, like Bible study or something that has no, you know, power or whatever. It's actually God. So the more of the word that gets into the more of God, which is the anointing. God is the Holy Spirit. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. You see, so the more the word, so you can have people who pray a lot, but they don't have word, they are not word, their, their language is not included in the word, their language is what my mother said, and what I think, and what I know, and this is what I feel, and so that is how they talk, and they, they are no word-based discussions or reasoning based on the word. These are shallow people, such people cannot preach. But they are like spiritual. <laughs> ah, but there's nothing to say. You get what I'm saying? If we are talking now, you don't have anything in you. You don't have word in you. Because you are not a word imbibing kind. And let me tell you, it's not easy in the day. You know, you must learn to learn and learn to receive all the time. 
You, you, you can't say, okay, now this is the receiving time. This is the time of prayer. Or this is the time of reading. This, this, which, which part of the day has been allotted for such things? There's nothing like that. You know? So when I tell you, can you see if I'm sitting in a room and I'm praying all day, I'll be, I can be there the whole day and night, day and night, day and night. I just pray. I pray. Well, then I just look at this. I have, I have that book. I carry, I carry with me Final Quest, The Call, and another book by somebody else, three of them. And I just have then my Bible. I look at my Bible a little, try to see if I'm seeing anything in the Bible, see anything in the Bible, see anything in the Bible. Okay, then I could have been praying. I open Final Quest. Let me just see if there's anything that I haven't seen before. And this is striking me. And I move on. So many things. I mean, can you imagine something that has directed me to Jesus and to his words? A book. When he was talking to Paul and Paul, I was telling Bishop Duncan Williams, I told him, I told him, have you seen the part? You know, my, those are my discussions. I told him, have you seen the part where he met with Paul? Said, hey, you are saying some powerful things to write. Let these things benefit you, I tell you. Just learn a new... My, my physics teacher, Uncle James, he told me, he said, the best way to learn is from the question. Huh? And the marking scheme. Amen. Are you listening to me? Are you there? You are there? Yeah. Benefits, benefit from the tapes. Tapes. G give me the tapes there. Wait, no, no. You stand here. You stand right here. Give me books. The art of hearing. I've talked about that already. When they lost, lay people and the ministry. You see, you are not reading the book for any reason. I'm reading it to preach it. You get what I'm saying? And you are reading it. A pastor must have two feeding times. One for yourself and one in preparing to minister. If all your feeding time is for preparing to minister, then you are not going to do well. That is why you may be a pastor and when you are removed from being a pastor or you are not able to be a pastor, you actually backslide as a Christian. Because your Bible reading and your prayer was because you are going to preach. And not because you personally know God. Amen. Like Kojolinse is saying, you can be a cook and you'll be you're losing weight. Because although you are providing food for people, you yourself are not eating. You are there. You are there. Yeah. And I'll tell you, somebody may not have a good appetite. And somebody may not eat well, but something that you will do to the person, maybe the person will do something, maybe do an exam and then pass the exam. His appetite may come. It's not directly putting food in your mouth, but it contributes greatly to the food that will go into your mouth. And that's what I'm talking about, like traveling. It may not be directly putting food into your mouth, but it is contributing to even giving you a hunger. 
which is so necessary amen you are there lay people in the ministry you know i was talking to some pastors recently and i told them i said even though you are a pastor in the church you don't understand the basic principles of what the church is about and many of us here don't understand and that's why we keep needing to read and understand amen what other books do you have there the books on leadership these are powerful books if you want to be a leader and you are leaders everybody here is a pastor don't tell anybody i told you but everybody here is a pastor it has not been announced but you are all pastors yeah you're all pastors i'm telling you if you are here you are a pastor it's just a matter of the formalities and so on because there are some formalities that have to be done but everybody here is a pastor and that is not even something you should be looking for when are they going to call me a pastor when are they going to say that i'm pastor this and pastor that? what does he do if they say or they don't say when that is your problem or that is your concern then you got a problem huh honor of men you need you need the honor of men these books <laughs> these books i tell you have them in your toilet how many don't have you don't have these one 10 books on leadership do you have any there you have all right you'll be blessed huh yeah People have told me, one pastor called me, uh, Reverend Steve, he said, I think that the best book you have ever written is this one. Every time I read a different, he said, that's the best book. <laughs> it's the best book. <laughs> Amen. And you know, I may not have time to sit down with you and say, Rachel, what do you think? Do you like me? Do you want me? What do you think about this? What do you want? Do you know? I, but I, I can sit down with you with this. I sit, you see, imagine the nights I was sitting down writing these things. Hours upon hours. Trying to talk. And I knew that I was talking to you. You get it. Direct. It's like a letter. That is why uh, Pastor Edwin can kiss his wife over the phone. You can kiss your wife through a letter. Yeah. That is how come, you know. Some people they don't even talk to it they don't even see each other you can even become close by letter writing or by phone conversation yeah. uh, larry come just for a moment you see i was talking with larry he was telling me uh, something about being close to me what what have you experienced you give us a, another mic since you travel yes i was just um, talking to the bishop that i feel a certain distance from what i used to know when i was in accra and bishop was graciously it wasn't like i mean you you were on spiritual but it's a, it's a certain distance there's a certain closeness which is spiritual and Bishop told me that several things happened, but the most important thing to me that he told me was, I was not aligned. 
to a certain yes to a certain cause because the bishop that i knew when i was in accra four or five years ago and as many of you here will testify it's not the same bishop today it's you know his ministry is so dynamic the church i had the privilege of being in accra recently and i was surprised at what i mean it was like ah have i been in the church i mean I, I think i go back way back from the canteen but it was like i was in a new place i felt like a stranger sometimes i felt like an outsider because i've been so far i've been you know i've been away for for, for, for far too long four years and bishop was telling me it, was, it wasn't a question of you know like going apart but the alignment is not there the church and the vision is going at a certain direction and you are also at a certain looking for job money cars enjoyment you know struggling papers you know it's it's just total disalignment if i may put it that way and i think that to be close to the bishop and to be close to the vision and it's not geographical closeness i'll put it that way because he also gave me the example of pastor joel he told me that he feels closer to Pastor Joel than some of the people in the headquarters who sit with him and he sees every day. So it's, you know, we shouldn't make that an issue of like, I'm in America or I'm in Saskatchewan, but let us, let, <laughs> let us, let us try to align Etobicoke, yeah. Let, let us align ourselves to, to the vision and to the man of God because like many of you have you know there are different parts to him and things are so dynamic so you, you could be going of course i mean you may be in the church preaching and doing but it is not where the vision is going and that is where the distance comes from you know and i have pledged and i've promised myself that i will now i'm now realigning myself <laughs> thank you Bishop. hallelujah yeah, because if, you know, we are all together, we love each other, we love ourselves very much. Now, when we go out of this place, you are going to Maryland, you are going to Sydney, and we are going towards New York. I mean, as time goes by, we will be getting further and further apart because we are going to different places. So that's actually what brings the distance because you are headed, you are heading to money, car, house, visa, green card, establishment, children, marriage. Somebody is heading towards missionaries planting churches building churches they are two different things that is quite and you can be building houses and as i'm heading towards those things of course i have houses i have cars i have this i have money i have whatever but that's not what i'm aiming towards you see one of the gates that opens another sort of thing which i haven't even gone into is the love of money it's a gate that if i when it opens that particular gate when it's opens like this when i when i read you the list of things that are coming i don't want you to be discouraged that's why i have stopped all those messages for now <laughs> yeah you may not be happy but what it brings bible talks about it pierce themselves with many sorrows so many things are coming piercing themselves the root of all evils evils are coming roots of evils piercing with sorrows which many have lasted after have and themselves in perdition the words that are used of the things that come through that gate you will not be happy 
And when you open that gate in your heart and your life, at whatever level, it just brings up so many things that you wouldn't want to have. Yeah. So, this is important. Amen. Are you there? So, I, I want you to be close. And, and, and you, you, uh, that's why I say that. It's something that I learned. That distance doesn't make you far. Distance doesn't. You can be right. You just be there. You'll be very, very far. Because you never fellowship with a person. And you can fellowship with a person, you know, through books, through tapes. You know what is going on. You are, you are, you are like some current person who is uh, just part of whatever is going on. You are trying to even get news from the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. You know, ministerial ethics. Taming the tongue. You know, some of you don't know what to preach. A lot of things here. Prodigality. Impeachable prosperity. A lot of things. I tell you. Frugality. Frugality. Anakazu. Hmm? You think you know it? Secrets of success. Hundred percent answered prayer. It's powerful. They went to hell. Principles of success. Supernatural power. It's mostly the people at the back who don't know these things. You know. God, how many want to have visions and dreams and God to appear to you and speak to you? I was reading a book the other day, you know, when I was flying down, uh, and uh, this man was describing how he woke up at 3 a.m. and somebody was holding his hand, and when he got up, it was an angel, and the angel came to talk to him in the house. And the Bible says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Only those who have pure hearts. We see God. I see you beginning to see God. Hallelujah. So this song. And you know, I, I, I just immediately pictured that we were in church again because they were playing the prayer. I think some people have some more of these prayers than, you know, they work in the bookshop. So they've organized their own. And then it's like the Pastor Salas was there praying. And Pastor Salas also prays in my house twice every week in the night. Throughout the night, the morning, you'll be shouting throughout the night, praying, forgive us, Lord. I told them, pray for forgiveness for me every day. <laughs> I tell you, are you seeing that there's a need of a serious forgiveness prayers? Big time pray for forgiveness and mercy, grace of God. God should forgive us, help us, lift us. And they pray. You know, there should be some pastors who pray, pray in Pastor Joel's house. Yeah, so we have come to pray in the night. That's our duty. We pray at this time. We are there to pray. Two of us, we put in a tape and they are praying. Come out. Whilst Pastor Joel is sleeping or having sex with his wife, you are praying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Et tu n'oses pas aller ni prier. Tu n'oses pas aller ni prier. Et tu n'as pas d'effet à tout sur la prière. You have to have tapes that you play for prayer. Create a complete church environment wherever you are. Everywhere. If you see my atmosphere creator in my room, I travel, I put, I have my CDs. I have about 20 CDs. Music, different worship, tapes, this tape, plenty. I'm moving. A whole church is moving to a place. When I arrived at first, I create my own environment I set up. Because I tell you, you can't just be there quiet, the place is quiet. When you move, when you move here, you, you hear the sound of this. When you move here, you hear the sound of this. When you, you breathe, cry, you are hearing the sound. Say, what? This is a very cold feeling. In fact, very some way, you need an environment for the presence of God to be with you everywhere. It's so important. It's so important. Write it at the back. Create, create the right atmosphere. Some of you are dry because you fail to create the environment. You get it? That is needed. This message continues on the next track. Keep listening.